Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast sponsored by Overdrive. As always, we are so happy that you are here listening and make sure you follow us at Pro Book Nerds. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and occasionally TikTok. You can also send us an email to professionalbooknerds at overdrive.com. Be sure you're sending in your 2023 reading challenges. Now let's kick off this episode for December book picks. Joe, hello. Hi, Emma. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm sleepy, but I'm good. Yes. It's been a wild week. I know. Life. A wild, like, (laughs) six months. (laughs) Yeah. Joe and I have had some big things going on in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Joe had a birthday. Did. Uh, My son had a birthday. You know, all the things. I'm officially 31. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means either. I am i don't know. I've decided I'm going to be 32 until I'm 50. So next year okay. is like my last actual year of aging. Okay. I think I'm going to look about 32 until I'm 50. That's my hope anyway. I think that's a good plan. <laughs> As I'm like... 33, almost 34. <laughs> well, you, ha- you have to be older than me. So you, if you want to stay at 33 That's true. or 34, I think might great. just stay at 34, I think. Yeah, Once we get that to 34, I don't know that we'll continue aging. See? Perfect. Beyond then. You've got, like, we all have to pick an age because I'm, I can't remember how old I am anymore. Yeah, I honestly forgot I was 33, to be right. quite frank. It's so, so easy to just... Have it leave your brain. Where you're like, oh, yeah, I have had a birthday. Oh, oh, right. I am not a child anymore. Oh, interesting. The blank of an eye. I was just 30. And now here we are. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, I can't believe we're talking about December picks already, that this is the last book picks of 2023. I can't either. I don't know where this year has gone. I think it's been a great year. It's been a challenging year. It's been a fun year. Like, so many, so many mixed emotions for 2023, but it is really hard to see that it's at its its end, basically. It's almost end, yeah. And yeah, I just, I don't even, I can't even comprehend. I'm I know. Still, I'm still like in a little bit of a daze. Um, I went to the Rebecca Yaros book tour on mm-hmm. Sunday, and that was a fantastic time, but... You had a six-hour round trip. It was about six hours round trip in the car. <laughs> so, but I did get to listen to the graphic audio "Court of Silver Flames" part one. I got to listen to a, obviously a good amount of that, so I can't complain too much. You had good listening material. <laughs> I did. 
So, well, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say to kick us off, I wanted to kind of keep with the trend that we've started recently of first shouting out our author interview titles that are coming out this month. This way, you know what they are, but they also don't necessarily take up a spot on our list because there's always so many amazing books and Emma and I both struggle with not overloading y'all. So I will be talking to Eli Rallo of TikTok fame. You may know her by The Jar and her new book, I Didn't Know I Needed This, comes out December 12th. It's a great how-to guide to look at all of the relationships in your life, dating, friendships, and really just some solid how-tos. It's great for those young ones starting out in the real world, and for those of us who maybe just need the reminder and the reflection on time gone by, Emma is going to be talking with Rebecca Ross about Ruthless Vows. That one is out on December 26th. Yes, the epic conclusion to the Letters of Enchantment duology. I've talked about this book a ton, so we don't need to talk about it now, but oh, I'm shouting into my mic. Oh my gosh, (laughs) y'all. Y'all aren't ready for this book. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) So let's kick us off with our December picks. We have, I was going to say less than usual, but it's honestly just as many. as We We have like two less than usual. So (laughs) So, four less books than normal. Not, we didn't really save y'all that much. (laughs) No, December is always a little bit of a mixed bag for publishing as we Mm -hmm. know every, every time it comes around. And we've had such like heavy hitters all year this year. I mean, if we think back to Pam Anderson's memoir, um, Brittany, John Stamos. Yep. Patrick Uh, Stewart. Matthew Perry, rest in peace. Oh my gosh. Um, Why can't I think of his name? Uh, That's where I was going. Elliot Page. Oh yeah. We've had Elliot Page's memoir. I mean, so many amazing titles this year in celebrity memoirs. And then when you look at the works of fiction and nonfiction and oh. Romanticy Mm -hmm. forever reigns. Big year for (laughs) Romanticy this year. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, Joe, what's your first pick? Well, speaking of celebrity memoirs, I am kicking things off with When I Was Your Age by Kenan Thompson. These are life lessons, funny stories, and questionable parenting advice from a professional clown. I'm sure you know who Kenan Thompson is. If you don't, um, hi, children. Uh, I mean, Evergreen SNL alum, Good Burger, like, wow. <laughs> Do you know, though, what my favorite Kenan Thompson cameos are? Or in the, the episodes of Psych, where he's in an acapella group with Dulé Hill. Oh, my gosh. And, yes. um, and the guy that plays Steve Urkel. Oh, Jaleel I'm White. Complete, yes, <laughs> thank you. I was like, I'm completely blank on his name. Uh, yes, they are. I think that, yes. It's like great. No, they're fantastic scenes. Uh, So When I Was Your Age comes out December 5th. You won't have to wait too long with this one. It's a hilarious, heartwarming, and surprising ode to growing up, getting older and wiser, and luck, life, and learning from the School of Hard Knocks from SNL's longest-serving actor, Kenan Thompson. Um, So he is the star of... uh, 
trying to figure out how to say that without being too duplicative. Anyway, Keenan Thompson is Saturday Night Live's longest ever serving cast member and a star of such pioneering sketches as Black Jeopardy and is hugely beloved thanks to a tidal wave of nostalgic fans who grew up on early 2000s classics, All That, Good Burger, and Keenan and Kel on Nickelodeon. He's also a dad to two girls in his mid-40s living in suburbia and whose universal, relatable family member family-friendly humor has created unbelievable appeal and engagement from fans from middle America to coastal elites. Becoming a dad sucked the cool right out of him, and he's okay with that. When I Was Your Age is packed with hilarious yet poignant essays that are aimed to offer any reader valuable advice on parenting, focusing on positivity and having fun in life. Kids, new parents, fellow fathers, budding comics, and aunties who want to pinch his cheeks can all learn from his biggest mistakes and most triumphant victories. There's something for everybody here. So that is When I Was Your Age by Keenan Thompson, out December 5th. I'm really excited for this one. It sounds like such a good mix of all sorts of different funny and relatable things from, I mean, just like a person who screams childhood to me um, and that I love every time he's on SNL. I am so excited for that book, Joe. I'm so glad that that is what you kicked us off with for December picks. In a total pivot, but also released on December 5th, my first book is Here in the Dark by Alexis Soloski. This cover is so creepy and good. Yeah, it reminds me of Rear Window sort of immediately. I don't really know why. But this is a dark and stylish novel of psychological suspense about a young theater critic drawn into a dangerous game that blurs the lines between reality and performance. Vivian Perry likes the dark. A former actress, she now works as the junior theater critic at a major Manhattan magazine. Her nights are spent beyond the lights in a reserved seat giving herself over to the shows she loves. By day, she savages them with words sharper than a knife. Angling for a promotion, she reluctantly agrees to an interview, a conversation that reveals secrets she thought had long since buried. Then her interviewer disappears, and she learns from his devastated fiance that she was the last person to have seen him alive. When the police refuse to investigate, Vivian does what she promised herself she would never do again. She plays a part. Assuming the role of an amateur detective, she turns her critical gaze toward an unsanitary private eye, a sketchy inner startup, a threatening financier, fake blood, and one very real corpse. As she nears the final act, she finds that the boundaries between theater and the real world are more tenuous and more dangerous than she could have ever believed. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yes. So we have New York theater. Uh, the lies we tell ourselves and others. We have murder. We have mystery. I, yes, I just, mm -hmm, that's all. <laughs> it sounds so good. I, great. I love the cover. I love everything about that description. I do too. So that is Here in the Dark by Alexis Soloski out December 5th. So a good December pick. I, we always say mystery thrillers are great for all year round. Because they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to call it now that December 5th is like the pub day of the month because I think like five of my eight titles come out on December 5th, including my next pick, Yours for the Taking by Gabrielle Korn. Uh, this is a fantasy fiction 
queer title. So all sorts of words that I love. I am trying to have a fantasy fall, like I promised Emma. And my picks this month show that. So I have lots of fantasy titles kind of queued up here. Um, I know fantasy fall doesn't really work as we go into the winter, but I, I like the alliteration. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantasy winter too. So uh, if all goes according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 2050. Ava and her girlfriend live in what's left of Brooklyn, and though they love each other, it's hard to find happiness while the effects of climate change rapidly eclipse their world. Soon, it won't be safe outside at all. The only people guaranteed survival are the ones whose applications are accepted to the Inside Project, a series of weather-safe, city-sized structures around the world. Jacqueline Millinder is a reclusive billionaire slash women's rights activist. And thanks to a generous donation, she's just become the director of The Inside, being built on the bones of Manhattan. Her ideas are unorthodox yet alluring. She's built a whole brand around rethinking the very concept of empowerment. Shelby, a business major from a working class family, is drawn to Jacqueline's promises of power and impact. When she lands her dream job as Jacqueline's personal assistant, she's instantly swept up into the glamorous world of corporatized feminism. Also drawn into Jacqueline's orbit is Olympia, who is finishing up medical school when Jacqueline recruits her to run the health department inside. The more Olympia learns about the project, though, the more she realizes there's something much larger at play. When Ava is accepted to live inside and her girlfriend isn't, she's forced to go alone. But her heartbreak is quickly replaced with a feeling of belonging. Inside seems like it's the safe space she's been searching for most of the time. Other times, she can't quite shake the feeling that something is deeply off. As she, Olympia, and Shelby start to notice the cracks in Jacqueline's system, Jacqueline tightens her grip, becoming increasingly unhinged and dangerous in what she is willing to do and who she is willing to sacrifice to keep her dream alive. At once, a mesmerizing story of queer love, betrayal, and chosen family, and an unflinching indictment of cis corporate feminism, Gabrielle Korn's Yours for the Taking holds a mirror to our own world in all its beauty and horror. So that is Yours for the Taking by Gabrielle Korn out December 5th. I I know it's, I would say this is sci-fi more than fantasy. Um, and I also love a little sci-fi moment. This has that hint of Ready Player One. It's got that Hunger Games, like District 13. So lots of elements here that I usually find myself drawn to in this genre. So I'm excited to see how this kind of apocalyptic world plays out. That sounds so good. And the cover is cool too. It's like a... yeah. Like a it's like I don't a, know why I window. Did a hand motion yes. like people can see what I'm doing. I know. Um what do you think of that concept of the inside of like having to build cities within cities? It seems weird and a little creepy, but yeah, definitely scary and 2050 is not as far away as it feels. Like if it was the 90s and someone said 2050 I'd be like that's forever. I'll never know what 2050 is and we might will we? In 20 years, Joe, oh, I would hope. 20 years. <laughs> I would hope. 30 years? <laughs> right? Yes, sir. 27, 27 years? Oh, yeah. So we'll definitely know. <laughs> See, let's hope. Let's okay. I was an English hope. major. Don't make me do math. <laughs> well, same. But like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Continuing. The thriller train in Emma's Central, 
my next pick is called The Other Mothers by Catherine Faulkner. This is also out on December 5th. I assume it's because we want our books out before the holiday. And Catherine Faulkner wrote uh, Greenwich Park, if y'all are familiar with that book. Anyways, I do love a good mystery, thriller, domestic suspense set in London. So that brings us here. Uh, When a young nanny is found dead in mysterious circumstances, new mom Tosh is intrigued. She's been searching for a story to launch her career as a freelance journalist, but she's also been searching for something else, new friends to help her navigate motherhood. She sees them at her son's new playgroup, The Other Mothers, a group of sleek, sophisticated women who live in a neighborhood of tree-lined avenues and stunning houses, the sort of mothers Tosh herself would like to be. When the mothers welcome her into their circle, Tosh discovers the kind of life she's always dreamt of. Their elegant London townhouses, a far cry from her cramped basement flat and endless bills. She's quickly swept up into their wealthy world via coffees, cocktails, and play dates. But when another young woman is found dead, it's clear there's much more to the community than meets the eye. The more Tosh investigates, the more she's led uncomfortably close to the other mothers. Are these women really her friends, or is there another more dangerous reason why she has been so quickly accepted into their exclusive world? Who exactly is investigating who? Dun, dun, dun. So that's The Other Mothers by Catherine Faulkner out December 5th. I saw this one. It's very you. It it really is. I just I can't help it. I love domestic a thriller. Domestic thriller set in London. In London, yeah. I just do. There's something about it. I I don't know if I've talked about this before. Surely I must have. But I studied abroad in London in mm-hmm. college, and so I just love the references, the setting. I obviously am very fond of London. I can picture it depending on the neighborhood. And there's, I just, we love it. So, yep. <laughs> well, I will be continuing on uh, fantasy fall here because I'm I'm really going hard in the paint, as they say. This is All the Hidden Paths by Foz Meadows. This is the follow-up to A Strange and Stubborn Endurance. Um, All Hidden Paths is a sultry political and romantic fantasy exploring gender, sexuality, identity, and self-worth. So this is the... The series is the Tithonai Chronicles. Uh, so this is book two. You can dive in without having too far to catch up. Um, and so, of course, because this is book two, I'm not going to give away too much of it because, of course, there are spoilers um, in the description, uh, which we love with a, a romantic book two. That's always the way. Um, but this kind of follows our same characters from book one who are still hanging out in Kichan, the city at the center of book one. And we're just kind of following and figuring out grandmother's heir, old ghosts gnawing at the heels, what little piece they've managed to find being swiftly put to the test, recent losses, leaving folks racked with grief and guilt, struggles with the disconnect between instincts that have kept him safe in secrecy and what open life requires of him now, pursued by unknown assailants. I mean, court factions jockeying for power. Um, We'll see that both Vel and Kay must use all of the skills at their disposal to not only survive, 
but to thrive because there's more than one way to end an alliance and more than one person who wants to see them fail and they will resort to murder if needed. So fun series in the romanticy space. If you love many of Emma's other recommendations, if you loved our romanticy episode, I think A Strange and Stubborn Endurance and this title, All the Hidden Paths by Foz Meadows, will really be solid picks for you. I am excited to dive into this series as part of my fantasy fall. What's your next pick, Emma? I love that. Uh, my next <laughs> I know. Pick, I was going to say, you've got to be sold, right? <laughs> I am. My next pick is A Turn for the Romantic, because I am me. And it is The Fake Mate by Lana Ferguson, also out December 5th. So, two... <laughs> Are you ready? Two wolf shifters agree to be fake mates, but unexpectedly find something real in the steamy paranormal romantic comedy by Lana Ferguson. So we've got a rom-com with some paranormal. I just watched Eclipse last night. Now I'm just thinking of all of the wolf boys. (laughs) So get ready because Joe's a romance. I'm a romance girly now. Yeah. So Mackenzie Carter has had some very bad dates lately. Model train experts, mansplainers, guys weirdly obsessed with her tail. She hasn't had a successful date in months. Only a year out of residency, her grandmother's obsession with Mackenzie finding the perfect mate to settle down with threatens to drive Mackenzie barking mad. Out of options, it feels like a small thing to tell her grandmother that she's met someone. That is, until she blurts out the name of the first man she sees and the last man she would ever date, Noah Taylor, the big bad wolf of Denver General. (laughs) Noah Taylor, interventional cardiologist and all-around grump, has spent his entire life hiding what he is, with outdated stigmas surrounding unmated alphas that have people wondering if they still howl at the moon. Noah has been careful to keep his designation under wraps. It's worked for years until an anonymous tip has everything come to light. Noah is left with two options, come clean to the board and risk his career, or find himself a mate. The chatty, overly friendly ER doctor asking him to be her fake boyfriend on the same day he's called to meet the board has to be kismet, right? Mackenzie will keep her grandmother off her back. Noah will get a chance to prove he can continue work without a real mate, a mutually beneficial business transaction they both rationalize. But when the fake mate act turns into a very real friends with benefits arrangement lines start to blur and they quickly realize love is the whole different kind of animal. The fake mate by Lana Ferguson. 100% yes. Absolutely. This sounds fantastic. I mean, thousand percent. Yes, actually fake mates or fake dating fake mates, werewolf shifters, we have a uh, grumpy sunshine, it seems like. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Friends with benefits. You've got it all. Like, it's all in there. I am very curious. Uh, I have not read any, like, paranormal or supernatural romance. So maybe this will be my my foray. I can call this part of Fantasy Fall. <laughs> I think it counts. I think it counts. I think it counts. Well, in true Joe fashion, I have a YA thriller as my next pick, because who would I be if not? Where there's smoke, 
by E.B. Vickers, and this is out December 12th. You can't unstrike the match. In this fast-paced thriller, 18-year-old Callie finds herself alone after the loss of her father until a bruised and broken girl shows up on her property, forcing her to face the present, rethink her future, and unearth the skeletons of her own past. Life has never been easy in the small desert town of Harmony, but even on the day Callie Christopher buries her father, she knows she is surrounded by people who care about her. But after the funeral, when everyone has finally gone home, Callie discovers a girl on her property, a girl who's dirty and bruised and unable to speak and petrified. Callie keeps the girl secret, well, almost secret. She calls her Ash and begins to nurture her back to health. But word spreads in a small town, and soon a detective comes around asking questions about a missing girl from another town. But these only raise more questions about Ash and about the people Callie knows well. Still, she must ask, is Ash in danger or is she the danger? So that is Where There's Smoke by E.B. Vickers, out December 12th. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey nerds, I'm Sarah, the Paper Nerd, and if you've ever wondered what goes into that greeting card you just sent or received, well, quite a lot. Get your paper fix on the paper fold where I host an enchanting mix of personalities and players all nerding out on my favorite topic, stationery. From the designs of our snail mail communications to the precious space created when two people correspond, there's a lot to cover. So come grab a seat in the stationery community's only five-star paper salon, the Paper Fold, now part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Did we just do our picks in line with the release dates? We might have. <laughs> Look at my next pick. Uh, my next one is hashtag crime time. I don't know if you're supposed to say the hashtag, but it is in the title. So I'm going to say yes. Hashtag crime time by Geneva Rose. This is out December 12th. So this is an audio original from the author Geneva Rose. She wrote things like The Perfect Marriage. And I think it's You Shouldn't Have Come Here. And this is a full cast mystery written alongside her husband, Drew Pine. So if you are familiar with Jenny Burroughs and her husband, Drew, on TikTok, which I am, and if you are not, you should look it up. Uh, this is fun. So this is, again, an audio original where it sort of is a little tongue-in-cheek about going viral, uh, being dangerous, um, good for fans of only murders in the building, and Finley Donovan is killing it. So Nadia loves her privacy, living alone, and writing a popular series of crime novels under a pen name. She's worked hard to build the quiet life she cherishes, but all that changes when her long-lost half-brother Chase comes to town, needing a place to stay until he can get back on his feet. Chase's dream job is Nadia's worst nightmare. He's an aspiring TikTok star, oversharing on the internet at every opportunity. When a burglary occurs in the apartment upstairs, Chase decides to film and post all the action. Awkward. Unbeknownst to him, this was not a random break-in, but a targeted operation run by dangerous criminals. Overnight, Chase's videos go viral, garnering millions of views and amassing a huge following of loyal hashtag chasers. 
It's everything he's ever dreamt of, except the attention has brought the wrong kind of heat. Chase and Nadia are plunged into a world of organized crime, and together they must uncover the truth and clear their names before they become the next victims. Performed by a full cast and filled with both laugh-out-loud banter and shocking twists, hashtag crime time is a delightful romp through the murky, unpredictable realms of crime, family, and the TikTok algorithm. Yes to this. So this is Hashtag Crime Time by Geneva Rose and Drew Pine. This is out December 12th. This sounds like a really perfect like holiday yes. toss on an audiobook. I believe it's only about four hours, maybe I want to say. So like a oh, very digestible, so fun mystery. Yeah. I love that sort of combo of laugh out loud, but also, you know, things no, that this- make you think. This sounds so good. And I love a fully casted audiobook. Like that mm-hmm. is my guiltiest of pleasures now, it feels like. I know. No, I, I mean, agree. <laughs> I still haven't dipped nearly as much into graphic audio as you have. I I love them and I love that energy. Um, but I'm also I'm still also just enough of a sucker for if you give me a full cast recording of an audiobook, I'm into it. Um I, I also really love when they take the time to produce different segments. So like a podcast is in the book. It sounds like a podcast. and ugh, I do too. And I, I so really good. enjoy uh, Geneva Rose and her husband on TikTok. I yeah. found her on TikTok before I even really put together her books. And the combo of them are hilarious. I actually think the first videos I saw of them are uh, his reactions to the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Oh, that's so funny. she films him uh, reacting to those films. Those oh, he films I... him reacting to those films. Um, yeah, and um, I think I've seen those actually. Yeah, there's and it's a whole bit, so it's great. Oh, I love it. My next pick, no shocker, a series I love, Heartstopper Volume Five by Alice Oseman. This one is coming out December nineteenth. Still in time if you need any last minute Christmas gifts. Who? doesn't love Heartstopper and the acclaimed live action Netflix series. We know it already. Boy meets boy, boys become friends, boys fall in love. Nick and Charlie are very much in love. They finally said those three little words and Charlie has almost persuaded his mom to let him sleep over at Nick's house. But with Nick going off to university next year, is everything about to change? Uh, Just a warning, if you are not familiar with the series, if you're getting started, I recommend it. I love it. It's beautiful. The art is gorgeous. But of course, there are plenty of discussions around mental health, eating disorders. And of course, in this one, it looks like some sexual references. So keep that in mind. Um, If you uh, struggle with uh, eating or talk of eating, just uh, keep that one in your pocket. So that is Heartstopper, Volume 5 by Alice Oseman. That will be out December 19th. I'm so excited. It's such a cute series. Love that there's another installment. Hey, we'll keep snapping it up. (laughs) We will. My next pick is a little bit of a departure for me, but it sounds like a great read. It's Feel Good Productivity, How to Do More of What Matters to You by Ali Abdal. This is out December 26th. And I occasionally like a good nonfiction book. So this is one of those that I'm hoping to check out as we head into the end of the year and sort of like new year. Let's be productive. 
Um, so we think productivity is all about hard work, that the road to success is lined with endless frustration and toil. But what if there's another way? Dr. Ali Abdal, the world's most followed productivity expert, didn't know that was a thing, has uncovered an easier and happier path to success. So this draws on decades of psychological research, and he's found that the secret to productivity and success isn't grind, it's feeling good. If you can make your work feel good, then productivity takes care of itself. So he introduces three hidden energizers that underpin enjoyable productivity, the three blockers we must overcome to beat procrastination, and the three sustainers that help prevent burnout and achieve lasting fulfillment. So this just sounds great. Something I'm always interested in checking out every now and again, a good little nonfiction ways to improve my productivity. So this is feel good productivity by Ali Abdal. Again, this is out December 26th. I feel like we could all use some help with our productivity. Now, this is my next pick is one where, oops, I had a sneaky December 5th hop back in there. So the only one of mine out of order by pub date. But I have been getting into cozies. It is my jam now, and I, I I'm I'm snapping them up left and right. So this is Murder Crossed Her Mind, a Pentecost and Parker Mystery by Stephen Spotswood. This is the latest action-packed installment in the Nero Award-winning Pentecost and Parker mystery series that follows Lillian and Will tracking the suspicious disappearance of a woman who might have known too much. So um, Spotswood has written Fortune Favors the Dead and Murder Under Her Skin. Vera Bodine, an elderly shut-in with an exceptional memory, has gone missing, and famed detective Lillian Pentecost and her crackerjack assistant, Willow Jean Will Parker, have been hired to track her down. But in New York City 1947, it can be a dangerous place, and there's no shortage of people who might like to get a hold of what's in Bodine's head. Does her disappearance have to do with the high-profile law firm whose secrets she still keeps, the violent murder of a young woman with which Bodine had lately become obsessed, or is it the work she did with the FBI hunting Nazi spies intent on wartime sabotage? Any and all are sus- on the suspect list, including their client, Forrest Whitson, hotshot defense attorney and no friend to Pentecost and Parker. The clock is ticking to get Bodine back alive, but circumstances conspire to pull both investigators away from the case. Will is hot on the trail of a stick-up team who are using her name and maybe her gun for their own ends, while Lillian again finds herself up against murder-obsessed millionaire Jessup Quincannon, who has discovered a secret from her past, something he plans to use to either rein the great detective in or destroy her. To solve this mystery and defeat their own personal demons, the pair will have to go nose-to-nose with murderers, gangsters, make deals with conniving federal agents, confront Nazi spies, and bend their own ethical rules to the point of breaking before time runs out for everyone. So that is Murder Crossed Her Mind by Stephen Spotswood. I'm sorry. Back it, like... I, I love a back in time, like this very rebirth of noir, this kind of like neo-noir style where it's a little higgledy-piggledy thrown together with like all of these different tropes. It To me, this sounds fantastic and super fun. So out December 5th. That sounds fantastic. And my next pick, we won't spend too much time on, but I had to call this out. Fourth Wing is getting a graphic audio version. It comes out December 27th, 
part one of the dramatized adaptation. So if you have not hopped on the fourth wing train yet, if you've been waiting for the right time, I highly encourage you, Joe, to listen to the graphic audio adaptation. Again, it's fantastic. It's always full cast with sound effects and excellent production. If you have not read fourth wing, this would be a great entree. If you have read fourth wing, this is still a great entree into graphic audio. Yes. To all of that. So fourth wing, the dramatized adaptation by graphic audio comes out December 27. I set myself up for that, but (laughs) you know, it does fall into my wanting to get more into graphic audio and fantasy fall. So Mm -hmm. I guess I'll have to do it. Double hitter. (laughs) So my second to last pick is another cozy because like I said, I am so into them right now. Oh, I'm Vanessa Hudgens on Drag Race. I'm so into voguing right now. Uh, my next pick is Deep Fried Death by Maddie Day. I love I love the absolute camp of cozy mysteries. What kind of title is Deep Fried Death? And this like food cart rolling down a hill on the cover with a cat on top of it. Like this is redonkulous and I am here for it. It's the latest installment in Maddie Day's deliciously popular country store cozy mysteries. It's sure to appeal to fans of Jen McKinley, Ellery Adams, Leslie Meyer, and Joanne Flunk. Many residents of South Lake, Indiana claim the outhouse race in which competitors push old-timey outhouse replicas on wheels at the annual Abe Martin Festival on Memorial Day is the best thing since indoor plumbing. Just because country store and restaurant owner Robbie Jordan has too much to do managing her new deep fryer, as well as an old lover reappearing, she's not going to miss out on the fun. Plus, it's good for business. But when a dead body and a cast iron skillet tumble out of the pans and pancakes outhouse entry on the race route, it seems someone is trying to frame Robbie in the most unconventional way. Now she'll need to be privy to the townsfolk's secrets as she races to flush out a killer. And of course, it includes recipes for you to try, which is my other favorite trope of some of these style of cozies. But that is Deep Fried Death by Maddie Day out December 26th. My second to last pick is one that actually comes out December 5th. So we're backtracking a little bit, but it is Gilded Youth, A History of Growing Up in the Royal Family from the Tudors to the Cambridges by Tom Quinn. I love a good royal deep dive into one aspect of their lives or another. And so this book sort of covers the their words, dysfunctional royal parenting traditions and the ways that it sort of impacts each generation of children from, you know, Queen Victoria to the present William, Harry, Kate, Meghan and so on. So I do think that this is interesting just to see what the thoughts are there. It's sort of a, I like these books where it's like a little bit of history, but it's also a little, like we bring in a little bit of like modern day, like gossipy vibes. Um, So I'm looking forward to this again, just occasionally trying to mix up what I read. This isn't really mixing it up. I talk about these royal books all the time, but you know, for a nice little dive into some real life, uh, some real life people. We have Gilded Youth by Tom Quinn. A dash of history in your tea. <laughs> exactly. Uh, my last pick, 
I am pulling an Emma. It's a British psychological thriller. This is Two Dead Wives by Adele Parks. It's a case that has gripped a nation. A woman with a shocking secret is missing, presumed dead, and her two husbands are suspects in her murder. DCI Clements knows the dark side of human nature and that love can make people do treacherous things. You can't presume anything when it comes to crimes of the heart. Until a body is found, this scandalous and sad case remains wide open. Stacy Jones lives a quiet life in a small village nursed by her father as she recovers from illness and shielded from any news of the outside world. But their reclusive life is about to be shattered. How are these families linked, and can any of them ever rebuild their lives in the wake of tragedy? This explosive thriller from international bestseller Adele Parks examines what it is to be family and dangerous lengths that people will go to for those they love. So that is Two Dead Wives by Adele Parks, and this one is out December 26th. My final book is out December 5th. <laughs> I thought we were so on it organizing. We didn't even organize them that way. It just happened. Anyways, uh, my last pick is Never by Jessa Hastings. This is out on December 5th. The cover of this is stunning by the way, but you may be familiar with Jessa Hastings for her Magnolia Parks series. If you have not heard of that, get thee to a TikTok. But growing up, Daphne always knew Peter Pan would come for her the way he'd come for her mother and her grandmother, Wendy, before that, the darling girls. Their stories are all the same, the forever young boy at their window after their 13th birthday and the shimmering magical land behind a star. When Peter doesn't show for Daphne until she's 17, inexplicably full-grown and with no excuse for his tardiness, Daphne doesn't know what to think. Still, she's always been told that Peter Pan is her destiny. It's beyond choice to take his hand and leap into the stars no matter what comes next. But in Neverland, Peter's true colors begin to show. One moment, he's making Daphne's heart flutter, and the next, he's forgotten her entirely. So when Daphne stumbles into the path of Jameson Hook, the pirate son of Peter's nemesis, she lets herself get swept up by his vulgar charm, despite the warning signs. Both boys are trouble. Both have dangerous secrets about this strange fantasy land they call home. And if she loses her heart to either one, Daphne might lose herself too. So we've got a Peter Pan retelling. We've got a love triangle. Never by Jessa Hastings is out December 5th. Yep. Sounds fun and maybe a little steamy. Yeah. Yep. 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 (laughs) Well, Emma, thank you for sharing your December picks with me. Yeah, we've got some exciting things coming out to round out 2023. So I also love that we're like shaking up what we do right at the end of the year. We like we picked things that were in our comfort zones in our wheelhouse spaces. Like, yes, I'm doing fantasy fall, but I found a way to make it like pretty queer. And you know, we're we're all kind of we're we've got like a mix of like these are the bits I like, but December's a really great time to do that in the book world to just kind of snap up. Snap up the things that you relate to. Try something new right before the year ends. Exactly. Do a little bit of reset, but also maybe stick to some of the things that are always tried and true. But if you have a book in December that you are most excited about, let us know. Again, you can find us on social media at ProBookNerds. And happy reading. Happy reading. 
Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode on Overdrive.com, and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen Podcasts, visit evergreenpodcast.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Emma Dwyer and Joe Skelly and presented by Overdrive. To learn more, visit professionalbooknerds.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.